The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the Rapid Fire Sports Betting Podcast. I'm Jimmy Brown, your host, and welcome to a Tuesday. And if you got 15 minutes, we got a show for you. As football season gets closer and closer, we have you covered if you like to watch or wager on sports, especially football. Our show is completely powered by chasers. A chaser is someone that posts about sports or they share great information and we go and find it. And this could be professionals like journalists or fans who just like their team because we realize that fans know and understand their team probably better than anyone. So we are always chasing ball game, And we take all that information, we put it on display, we add a little bit of insight here and a few picks to give you exactly what you're looking for in a quick format. Let's get it all started with a rundown of today's show and what you can expect. First, we're going to start in the NBA. Look, I know the NBA is out of season, but that does not mean that it's something that you should ignore. Our popular segment, Betting the Buckets, is back, and today we're going to look at one NBA team that's not getting any attention, and they deserve it, and that could mean extra money in your pocket this NBA season. Then we're going to head over for our college football free-for-all. Yesterday we covered two great football games, and today we are back as we're going to cover another football game in Week 1 that maybe you haven't noticed, and maybe you should. Then Pigskin Primer, it's time for the NFL we're going to start things with the calendar crunch. This is our special feature where we find a few games in the NFL schedule with advanced lines that stick out to us. So get your pen ready. Get ready to save the dates. And then, of course, we're going to give you an NFL preview. And today we are covering one of the most popular teams in the NFL. I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, chasing ball game is way quick with a pick. So let's get started in the NBA. Look. Betting the buckets will give you a full NBA breakdown, especially during the season. But I will tell you right now, I'm a hoop head. I love basketball and I love the NBA. So I always have one team on it. And after that incredible free agent frenzy, there was one team that really stood out to me that no one really paid attention to. At least they didn't give them the love. And that's the Portland Trailblazers. I get it. The Clippers got Kawhi and PG. I get it. The Lakers have LeBron, who's still the best player on the planet. And Anthony Davis, the Rockets brought over Russell Westbrook with Harden. I get it. The big players get the love. I get it. I get it. But really, the Blazers, to me, overlooked. They have an incredible home court advantage. They have a great chemistry on this team, not only with players, but with management. That's why you hear about players like C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard coming out saying, you know what? We're staying right here with Portland. We're not interested in a super team. We want to stay right here, and we want to get a win. Both those guys also opted out of playing basketball over the summer so they can be fresh for the upcoming season. But check out some of these odds. The Blazers are 6-1 to one to win the Northwest Division behind the Nuggets and the Jazz. I get it. Nuggets are great. The Jazz improved, but they're getting too much love right now. In fact, because of the moves the Jazz made, they don't have any value. I mean, let's think about it. The Blazers won more games than the Jazz did a year ago. Granted, different team brought in people. I get it. And I understand that Nurkic, he's going to be out for the start of the season with an injury. But I still like what they're doing. They're building on defense. And the odds don't even show any of that. The Blazers, 20-1 to to win the West behind six teams. If you're brave enough, 33-1 to to win the NBA title. I'm not saying they're going to win the title. But based on these odds, the Blazers have the seventh best chance in the Western Conference at making it to the postseason. That's ludicrous. First of all, Dame Lillard, he's a stud. Sixth in the NBA MVP voting. Uh, fourth All-Star appearance. Second All-NBA second team honor. 25 points a game. About seven dimes and four boards. And not only that, but you can hear him in his quotes talking about MVP. He wants to win MVP. He wants to win in a championship. And I know everybody talks about that. 
I'm just a believer. Not only that, but I thought the team did great job by bringing back C.J. McCollum, bringing back Rodney Hood. And unlike everybody else on the planet, I'm high on Hassan Whiteside. I like him. I like Whiteside. I believe the change in atmosphere will be good for him because obviously they gave up on him in Miami. I mean, the guy's a seven-footer. He's going to play defense. In fact, he finished seventh among all players last season in defensive real plus minus metric. He's going to start. He's going to shine in this lineup. He's going to make them even deeper when Nurkic does come back. And they have a trend of improving every year. They do. Every year they tend to improve. The Trailblazers' Vegas win total for this year, 44.5. But Portland will look to beat their win total for the sixth time in the past seven seasons. I'm buying in. Give me the over 44.5 wins for the Blazers, and I will take a shot on this team to win the Northwest Division. I think they win the division. I think they're close to 50 wins, if not over. Give me the Blazers. Now it's time to look into our college football section, the college football free-for-all. And look, the season is just two weeks away, and that gives us plenty of time to cover all the games in week one, so we're hitting as many as we can. Yesterday, we talked about Florida, University of Miami. We talked about UCLA versus the Cincinnati Bearcats. Please check out our archives and dig into those episodes because we had some really good information, plus picks on those two games. But today, we're going to talk about Florida International versus Tulane. Here's a perfect example of a game that often gets overlooked not only do college football fans but college football bettors like to bet on high profile games this is teams that are well known have big names they're on tv all the time your clemson's your alabama's all of those sort of teams but you may overlook some real gems or some real value especially at the betting window if you don't pay attention to these smaller games that's exactly what we have right here all the most people know about FIU, unless you live in Florida, is that they're coached by Butch Davis. But they're a little more than that. They finished 9-4 and four a year ago. By the way, a single-season victory record. That says something. They return a senior quarterback, James Morgan. Seven starters on offense, seven starters on defense. You want to pay attention to middle linebacker Sage Lewis. He led the league last year, 132 tackles. Good for a school record. What about Tulane? Fourth-year coach Willie Fritz. Not only is he bringing back a ton of talent, He's got incredible coaching staff, and they have high expectations. They really believe they can win the league this year, and I, I don't doubt it. Tulane senior running back Darius Bradwell, he might be one of the guys to watch on offense, by the way. Over 1,100 yards last year, represented six best single-season mark school history. But defense is the strength of this team, especially that defensive line led by Patrick Johnson. The Green Wave returns 17 starters from last year's squad. They are very deep, and I love to bet on a deep team because if anybody has a bad game, if anybody gets hurt, they just reload, and that's perfect. That's going to be the difference in this game is the tough, nasty defense of the Green Wave. FIU's a good team, but defense wins ball games, especially early in the season. The Green Wave, by the way, 12-5 and against the spread in the last 17 games against Conference USA. They love games like this. They're at home. They're only dropping three. Take Tulane minus the three points. Now let's move on to the NFL with our pigskin primer. And we're going to begin with a segment we call the calendar crunch. This is where we look at a few games in the NFL schedule. It really helps nowadays that almost all sports books put out advanced lines. So you can look at those too. And looking at games now, although the line can change, gives you a good view of, of where the odds makers right now think those games should be based on the schedule and based really on not seeing any of the teams in action. So those lines can move drastically depending on how teams look when they come out and play. For example, let's jump to week two of the NFL season, and we see the Broncos at home against the Chicago Bears. 
but they're only laying one point. As of right now in the advanced line, the Broncos are minus one. Wait a minute. How are the Denver Broncos favored over a Bears team that is better than Denver, at least based on last year's results? That tells me something. Not only that, but the Bears are going to have extra rest since they open the season on a Thursday night. So why the small line? Well, we all know about Denver's mile-high home field advantage, no doubt about that. I guarantee the media will definitely push the Vic Fangio against his former team angle. They'll talk about how Fangio knows this defense. They'll talk about how Fangio probably knows Mitch Trubisky. So that will be something to pay attention to because it does have a little bit of a merit, of merit. But I really think the public will flock to bet on the Bears, especially if they win in week one. I think they will be overvalued in the spot, and I think the Broncos are a play. Now, beware a little bit. If I had to make a bet right now, I said it'd be on the Broncos, but why take the minus one right now when you can almost guarantee the public is going to be all over the Bears and you might even get the Broncos as a home dog in week two. So just circle that lineup right there. The next game I want to keep an eye on involves the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. Look, the Raiders got crushed by the schedule makers this year, and I mean crushed. And it'll probably show this season. If you don't know, the Raiders host the Chiefs on September 15th, and they don't play in Oakland again until November Third, They basically have five straight road games, which includes a trip to London in between. The game that stands out, at least to me, is when they play against the Colts in week four. The Colts are minus eight and a half, so this line is already baked into this schedule issue. People already realize that it's going to be a problem. This will be the second road game in a row for the Raiders. They have a game in London next, which always takes a lot of preparation. Oh, by the way, they're playing the Chicago Bears. It takes a lot of planning, and it takes a lot of things. After London, they're going to have a bye, but then they're going to hit the road two more times. So this actually could be a stretch where you would want to fade Oakland, especially in certain areas. Like to me, off a win would be a good time to fade them. But as of right now, all I'm going to do is focus on that game in week four against the Colts. Minus eight and a half. I'm not taking it. I'm not playing it. Just circle it. Something to keep an eye on. Look for more calendar crunches in the future shows, but now it's time to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember, not your normal preview, so I don't go into too many changes who they brought in. I'm hoping you already know that if you're listening to this show um, or you've read a ton of those because they're all over the place. More of a sports betting preview with a twist, but I'm going to start with the odds. All the talk is on Cleveland, which may be good news if you are a Steelers fan looking to bet a few bucks. Steelers, plus 168 to win the North. My last check, the Browns are the favorite. But this is what really kind of took me back. Right now, the Steelers are actually favored to not make the playoffs. Not make the playoffs. It's a small favorite, minus 135 on the no, plus 115 on the yes. But if you're telling me I can get plus money to bet on the Steelers to make the playoffs, definitely something I want to consider. Definitely something I want to think about. The regular season win total sits at nine wins for the Steelers, and they're 12-1 and to win the AFC, 27-1 to win the Super Bowl. Steelers have to love the fact that they're not distracted by Antonio Brown leaving on Bell this season. I know they would never admit it. Maybe they will. But last year, with everything that went down with both of those players, it really shed a bad light on this um, franchise, which is really a respected franchise. It looked bad on Mike Tomlin. It looked bad on Roethlisberger. It looked bad on the ownership. There was just nothing good about it. So they really have to be happy right now in camp, progressing with people who want to be there and people who want to play their best. Also, I dug up some very good information on this team last year. This is according to Dave Schofield, or Schofield, excuse me if I pronounced it wrong, deputy editor of Behind the Steel Curtain. He had a great breakdown on one of the bigger problems for the Steelers that they faced a year ago. The Steelers' 2008 point margin in the fourth quarter was their lowest since 2009. 
They were tied or had the lead in the fourth quarter in 14 of their 16 games, and they lost four of those games. That's a difference maker. It really is, especially when it comes to uh, making the playoffs. Only the third time since Mike Tomlin became the coach way back in 2007 that they had a negative point differential in the final quarter of the games. That's going to change. And I really think that's the kind of thing that can be chalked up to distractions or problems outside of the locker room. Defense was the same way. That was a problem, too. They surrendered 91 points per season on average but gave up 123. That's 32 points more than usual. So there's a lot of improvement to be made for this team, and that includes, to me, at home games, at least if we're talking about the betting window. If you bet on the Steelers at home their last 13 home games, you are just 4-9 and nine against the spread, which means they're really a bad bet at home. I think that's going to change. This team has room to improve. They have the coaching. They have the talent. Look, you got Juju Smith-Schuster catching passes and James Conner running the rock. They did great last year. So how can you be worried about an offense that returns those two guys plus the same offensive line they had a year ago? Worried about Big Ben? Why would you be? The guy had over 5,000 yards last year passing. In fact, 5,129. Oh, by the way, more than MVP Patrick Mahomes. He also had a career-high 34 touchdowns. This is a guy with experience. He's won two Super Bowls. Don't worry about the Steelers. Here's a team that's won three of the last five divisional crowns, and I believe that the Steelers win at least nine games for a sixth straight season. I am betting on the Steelers to win over nine games. I will also take them to win the AFC North. I think you've got a lot of value on a really good team that is semi getting overlooked, but they definitely have a chip on their shoulder and they're going to be playing like it. So give me the Steelers over the nine games and to win the AFC North. That'll do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for taking time out of your day to tune in, if only for a few minutes. If you missed anything and want to hear it again, you can find us all over the place. We're on YouTube. We are on Anchor, Spotify. You find us anywhere. If there's a place that has podcast, you're going to find us. If not, let me know. I'll get us there. Join in the fun. Become a chaser. All you have to do to be featured right here on the show, just hit me up. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook at Chasing Ball Game, just like some of the other chasers who I've mentioned, or just put out some good information, and I'll find you like I did with Dan. By the way, follow him at STLR, Super Fan Dad, because he's a Steeler Super Fan Dad, and he does great work over there. He deserves the follow. Make sure you do that. Also, make sure you subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode as we get closer to the kickoff of the football season because we will be back at it again with more college football free-for-all. Of course, we'll be digging in the NFL with another preview and some picks to get you ready for the season. Until then, win big at the betting window and keep on chasing.